Welcome to the Perspective Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Jared. And I'm Emily. On this podcast, we talk relationships, lifestyle, finance, and everything in between. And And this this is is our perspective. perspective. How's it going, everybody? Happy Sunday. We're here again with the Perspective Podcast. It's your boy, Jared. Um, And we are here today talking about money-saving tips or things that we do to save money. So I'll start us off. Um, For starters, you could say that I'm frugal. I wouldn't say that I'm cheap. Uh, I think as I acquire more money, I am a bit more open and loose with it. Yeah. Well, I don't say loose, but I'm more open to ways to spend it. Mm -hmm. Um, Likewise. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll start off with a couple ways that I save money. Uh, I have three roommates that I've had for a while, which allows me to keep my housing expense down. Um, I cook a lot, which ties into how I eat, which is a a big one, eating in versus mm -hmm. eating out. Mm -hmm. And lastly, uh, I I go out, well, I did go out uh, pre-quarantine, and I will drink before I go. Oh, pre-game. Pre-game. Yeah, I'm the king of pre-game. Um, and I will even end-game. So um, I found ways to maneuver my pre-game's uh, cup or bottle inside at times or close. Like for concerts or something? No, clubs, parties. Clubs, um, parties. Okay, can you share your one of your secrets as to how to um, bring your own alcohol into a club <laughs> inconspicuously? Um. <laughs> Can I say something really funny real quick? Okay. I gave my friend, um, it was, she, she likes to drink too, but she, I went to Spencer's and they had test tube tampons. Like mm-hmm. it, it was like in a tampon sleeve and you could bring a shot with you. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty creative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, as you all know that I hang with some uh, videographers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So oftentimes we don't wait in line. So I've waited in line to go to like a clever party in a while. So um, does it save you money to be a VIP? Uh, we well we're not even VIP. We're just like working. Oh. So okay. Um, I often will have a water bottle with a clear liquid. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So you only drink white. You can't drink dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not gonna come in there with a crystal light water bottle. That looks very conspicuous. So yeah, I will fill a water bottle. Not only will I pregame, but I will fill a water bottle up with tequila or vodka, um, and you know, go in there and kind of control my vibe. All right. Yeah, I do have a a quick anecdote. Um, (laughs) One time, I showed up. So one of my things is that like I really see celebrities or people of influence as people. So I will like tweet and reach out to them directly often. Um, yeah, I've heard of I've heard of doing that. Do you get yeah. a lot of responses back? Or uh, have you of. gotten any responses back? Doing yeah, that? yeah, kind of. Um, from certain artists, like there's one artist, uh, this guy named PNB Rock. He's he's a rapper from uh, PNB. PNB Rock. Yeah, I've okay. heard of him. I just haven't like checked out much of his music, being honest. But I know he's like pretty. Yeah, yeah, he's like a singer rapper. Like he's kind of like a uh, like a Drake ish. Yeah. Type. He gives you that vibe, but not as polished, you know. And um, yeah, similar. To, I would I would say that is the vein of his music. Have yeah. you met him in person? Yeah, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm to. So, um, <laughs> he was coming to Tallahassee. Uh, uh, first of all, I've tweeted him a couple times anyway. 
Um, and, and even now, I still tweet them now. But um, so you have a history. I won't say history, but I mean. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had. Had he answered you before? Sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he was coming to do a show in Tallahassee, and I really wanted to go. And I was with some guys that didn't um, have tickets. None of us had tickets. So I literally tweeted him right before. Um, I think he had responded to it. So I walked up with my cup to the door and I said, hey, I'm, um, I'm with the artist. And I just pulled up the tweet and I walked right in with, with my <gasps> cup of Seriously? alcohol. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Yeah. So that's so my... So you a rock star for a night. Yeah. I, I mean, I have many stories of um, finessing, but, but we'll... <laughs> we'll <laughs> But we'll, 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 we'll get to Mr. that later. Mr. Hollywood. Right. No, ma'am. Jared is the one to know. So what is the... Uh, well, give me some ways that you save money. Uh, okay, so I just wanted to go ahead and say, recently I have picked up this um, budget tip called the 50-30-20 rule. Have you all heard of that? I've it, heard of it. I just don't know more, a whole lot about it. You said 50-30 and 20. 50-30-20. So say you get your paycheck or however you get your income... Fifty percent of that goes into your savings account. Savings account that's specifically for like your rent, your utilities, anything like maybe even gas, all that stuff, the necessary things. Twenty um, percent of it goes into a savings account that you don't touch, and then the thirty percent is what you can spend, kind of do whatever you want, treat yeah. yourself. Makes and sense. and that really worked for me because I've tried a couple different um, different methods. Yeah, different methods, and that one I I think I just liked doing the math and having the exact numbers to kind of put into place. All right, you're, you're gonna think I'm like remedial. Can you say that one more time? Sure. So fifty percent goes away for your utilities and your rent, mm-hmm. and for necessary things like gas. And then 20% goes into a savings account that you don't touch. Right. And then 30% goes towards yourself, like spending gotcha. money on yourself. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Whatever it is you want. Yeah, and then I looked up a couple other things. Um, there was a 30-day rule for, like, making impulse purchases. If you want to buy something, um, you wait 30 days. Like, you put that money into your savings account. And after 30 days, if you still want it, you can pull it back out of your savings and then get it. Mm-hmm. Wait, so now, really quick. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been doing this, and what made you decide to want to start this particular one? I'm not sure if there were other ones that you saw, yeah. strategies and methods, but I actually is saw recent? Yes, it is pretty recent. Um, it was, I heard it on a podcast. I was, like, looking into some financial tips because I was struggling a little bit. Not necessarily struggling, but I, I, I wanted some help. I wanted some right. guidance. We want to maximize Shoot, we all do. what you were doing. Yeah, right. yeah. So we can all do better in every way. So it's like I, I just wanted something to follow, and then this person said it made sense. It was kind of a pretty simple um, method to use. So it's, it's worked for me. I've used it for probably three months now, um, and it's been nice. It's been really nice. And then I also have an app called Albert. So um, there are a couple different, like, um, apps that will save money for you automatically right. and just kind of when you're not really looking so seven dollars here five dollars there so the one that I have is Albert I used to have one called mint I didn't really get into it but I can't really give you reasons why I didn't like mint mm-hmm. but I really do like Albert like the last time I, I checked on there I was in a pinch for something I think I no, it was whenever I went on vacation <sighs> pre 2020 mm-hmm. um but 
I, I just peeked on there just to see, and I had over $500 just in there. I had no idea. Mm, and it was right. great. It was really nice. And it'll send me alerts, too. It's like, hey, you spent a little bit extra on groceries, or you've been a little bit more frivolous. See, my mm. biggest thing is with food. Like, I spend money on food. That's me, too. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. When it's so, my turn, I'll, I'll talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you just, like, you'd be chilling, and, like, you'd, like, get a call from Albert. Hey, that they should send you texts, oh, okay. which right. is so yeah, nice. Like alerts and updates. Yeah, shout out to Albert. And um, if you have like the premium version, they'll like call you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, somebody sure. will we'll like call you at midnight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and give you some sort of like little guilt talk, Emily. No. Right. No. It's, <laughs> yeah. Bad Emily. But I really do like Albert. Between Albert and then the 50-20-30 rule, like that's really worked for me. That's good. Yeah. Nice. So as for me, like, how do I save? One thing is knowing what pretty much just how to maximize my savings. Like me, I knew like, man, okay, like me, I don't spend a lot of money on clothes and colognes and, you know, a lot of materialistic things like anyway. But one thing that I noticed was I spent a lot of money on food. Not so much. I mean, yes, food, but like I snack a lot. So, you know, probably like four, four to five times a week. I go to the I would go to the gas station and just get little snacks. Like he little, has two grocery little, bags in here right now. Right now I got two. <laughs> yeah, you saw when I walked. So, yeah. but one thing about it I will say is I have cut that down tremendously. You yeah. know, like think about it. Even if you're just spending like three bucks, you know, Monday and then five bucks Tuesday and then mm -hmm. four bucks. I mean, all of those little things add up. It's easy to convince yourself that it's okay. Yeah, it's easy because it's just like, oh, that's only 99 cents. Yeah. That's only 99 cents. And then all these dollars and 99 cents add up. And then before you know it, it's been a week. Yeah. And, you know, I spent X amount of money. So, you know, like other than that, I felt I did pretty well. So it's actually funny. I actually went to, I think I told both of you this, um, you know, as of recent, I went to a financial advisor with my credit union. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, okay, I'm trying to get, you know, everything set for retirement. I'm trying to increase my savings. I'm working on paying off debt mm -hmm. and all these things. So um, I met with her face to face. We emailed a couple of times and she honestly, t I was surprised, but she told me because um, in terms of savings, she was like, because I told her I, I wanted to be on a more strict budget, mm -hmm. you know, to make sure to, t to really tell my money where to go, mm -hmm. you know, opposed to just like spending, you know, all those other things. And she said, honestly, Brandon, like what you're doing your saving is already great. There's nothing more that I can tell you than what you're already doing. So can you give um, a couple examples as to like what you're doing, how you're saving? And also just as like, just as like for, for our listeners, mm -hmm. seeing a financial advisor is free, correct? Well, I'm going through my credit union and it's a service at First Commerce. First Commerce is the credit union that I'm with. And it's only based here in North Florida and I believe South Georgia. Um, but yeah, for, for, the, for the people listening, Yes, you can go pay someone, but if you can do it for free, you know, why not try to exert that offer? So even if you're not with the credit union, go to your bank. If it's Bank of America, if it's, you know, Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo whoever. Wells Fargo. Will, now, now I will say, now I will say, credit unions are nonprofits. So typically they try to help people a little more, um, but it's not to say that banks, you know, won't. So call them go up there i know it's crazy with COVID going on but at least try to see if that's an option for you and if it's something just for you being a member yeah. that you can take advantage of for free it, it's which funny. is what i'm doing it's so fun. it's funny you say that because i met with a financial advisor um and i mentioned to him that i have some businesses that i'm starting and stuff and that i'm doing and he more so persuaded me 
to like buy or like get cards or like do like things. A credit card? Yeah, like or like open this account and and then you can get these yeah. points. Yeah, but see, oh. you gotta be careful. See, some people are all about. But who do you who who are you with again? Uh, I am uh, well, uh, Bank of America. Right. Once again, but see, once again, <laughs> you're with a bank. Not to knock you, but you're with a bank. See, I'm with the credit yeah, union. So they weren't trying to get me to open it. She didn't. Not one time. And that's one thing that I liked and enjoyed. But it seemed as if she was really trying to help me, mm-hmm. opposed to just like open this, do that, open get that. Yeah, like yeah. she was more like, hey, you're doing great here with your saving. And I told her what I wanted to do for retirement, mm-hmm. X amount of money that I want to have in my account, you know, X amount of money that I want to have in my emergency fund. And all these things, and not one time where she like open that account. But now at the very end, she put it out there like, "Hey, if you want to, this is what you want to look into." But it wasn't like forced down my throat, which is mm-hmm. why I'm still communicating with her. And so you know, interview, and I actually learned this from Chris Hogan. Shout out Chris Hogan and um, Dave Ramsey. I listen to both of them a ton. Susie Oman as well. Interview your um, potential financial advisor. Like interview because these are people that you have to trust with your money. So you should be and feel comfortable asking them whatever because that's your hard-earned money. You know, feel comfortable asking whatever question you want in regards to that because it's serious. You will be no, bust your butt, and this is like your future, yeah, and this is this is what you want to do. So, um, so how are ways that you save money since you you're doing so well? I'm curious now. I just really focus on my needs opposed to my wants. Okay, you know, yeah. so like I'll give. I don't actually like every paycheck that I get. I put away a certain amount to my emergency fund. Mm. My emergency fund, I actually started about, like, seriously, probably started about six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's growing, growing, growing. Um, then, yeah, so a certain amount, like you said, I don't have, but see, that's the thing. I don't have, like, a dollar or percentage amount. Now, I do when it comes to my savings. So I know every paycheck, I'm going to put X amount of money into my savings account, X amount of money to my um, emergency. Now, see, mine is a little bit different. What I have is, I call it an active savings account and then an emergency fund. Ooh. So now, granted, this is not this is not like a a thing. This is a thing that I kind of made up. Now, an, emergency, an emergency fund is like a real deal thing. This buy, active buy savings the account. Buy the now. <laughs> yeah, this is Brandon talking now. And by the way, I am not a financial advisor or any of that. But It works for me, and it may it may not work for everyone. I'll keep it going. Okay. You gotta have the willpower. Okay. It may not work for everyone, but hey, it works for, for me. And my financial advisor gave me a big pat on the back, and that's just which deal. made me feel like wow, because <laughs> just by reading books and you know the way my mom raised me, you know, like yeah. money. We never. I mean, we don't come from a wealthy background or anything like that, so. You know, just really holding on to that money that you make and really trying to, like, make it grow. But um, my act, back to my active savings account. This is my savings that I can touch. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if I want to... Now, granted, I know some people might say, well, why don't you just put that in your checking account then? But, like, I still have to be careful. I can't go crazy with it. Mm-hmm. Right, but right. if I want to touch it every now and then, cool. Emergency yeah. fund never gets touched unless it's really for a emergency. Have That's ever, why it's there. Have you ever had to use your emergency Never fund? had to use my emergency fund, That's ever. Nice. Yeah. Because my active savings account is built up to a place where I don't even have to worry cushion. about that. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like having two cushions, one you touch and one you don't. Like and that. you can only touch it so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so 
and then I have my check-in, you know, so like, boom. So I'll, I have those two. So thankfully, you know, I've been blessed to be in a position where my emergency fund hasn't needed to get touched. Good. And another thing too, kind of like, like what Jared said, I moved back here. Um, I moved back to Tallahassee. I actually live at home with my mom. You know, I was living in Tampa on my own. I was in college and I graduated, had my own apartment, all that stuff. But me personally, while I'm still living here, I don't plan on moving out, um, you know, unless I were to move to another city or another state, then, you know, I would move out and take advantage of that there. But um, as for now, you know, while I'm here, that helps a lot too, because I don't have to pay rent. I don't have to pay a mortgage or anything like that. So really, just my necessities. I pay my car payment, you know, my, my mandatory payments and everything else. I'm just like, okay, like I said, food, that was my biggest area of opportunity. You know, groceries, I don't really pay for it. I mean, I break my mom off every month, every yeah. every two weeks. I pay her bi-weekly as mm -hmm. I get paid bi-weekly, mm -hmm. you know, nice. yeah, and um, that helps her out, that helps the house out, you know, keep things going. You know, I'm still staying there, so I want to contribute, Yeah. Um, but that helps a ton. So my food costs, my snack costs, I should say, that has cut down a ton. And, you know, I just give myself just a little bit of wiggle room just to enjoy life a little bit. All right, getting into our next topic. Have you always been good with money and some money habits we've all had to fix or what we've had to fix ourselves? Um, I have not always been very good with money. Money was not really, uh, or at least being smart with money was not anything that really pushed in my family. My mom was a habitual shopper. I'm pretty sure she still is. That's kind of like her way of showing love is gift giving. And so she'd always take us out and Long story short, I didn't realize this until I was older, but she definitely put some stress, some financial stress on my family. Um, but me myself, as like I kind of took on to that, like thinking that you know money is uh, money stresses me out so much. But I feel like it's it's just because um, I I don't know as much about it as I want to, which is one of the reasons why this podcast specifically today has been really beneficial for me, and also being friends with Brandon and Jared, like we have all been talking openly about finance and money, um, which is one of the reasons why like even the budget that I mentioned earlier is something that I've started to practice. Um, so no, I have not always been good with money. I have been in plenty of struggles, but I think it's because I just didn't have very much guidance until recently. Um, habits that I definitely had to fix is like I, had, I have a credit card and I'm still paying off my credit card. But it's, it's more so like I had that like treat yourself mentality, you know, mm -hmm. like I wanted, yeah. I was like, you oh, deserve it. I deserve it. I'm having a horrible day. Like I can pay this off later or it's not that much or like, especially when it came like, but when I first moved out and I was on my own, I worked at a restaurant and when you're a server, you can make so much money in one night that it was almost tempting to be like, I worked my ass off. And now I have a hundred dollars. Like I want to get my nails done. I want to get a massage. Yep. I want to get a facial. Mm -hmm. I deserve new shoes. Like all of this stuff. And it's like, that's a huge part. And we'll talk about side hustles at some point, but like my side hustle, I really focus in on minimalism and that's not so much a part of my life anymore. But at the time it was like, I thought that happiness and, and reward really came from materialistic things. Mm -hmm. um, and so like now, even now it's like, I'm still paying off some of my credit card debt. I'm really close to being done with it. 
Um, and now money, I view money differently. I view money as like it is something that is like beautiful, accepted. Like I am very open to receiving money, whereas before I never wanted to talk about it. And your mindset change is such a big part about how you handle huge. money. Huge part. Yeah, you can't, I mean, I've talked to many people who are like, I hate money, I hate money. It's like, well, if you hate money, you're not really going to get money. Yeah, you know, you. You got, yeah, you, you've <laughs> got to be open to receiving it, but you also have to respect it. You can't just spend it frivolously because it's there. So, mm -hmm. so that's, that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned in regards to being good with money is just, it's, it's, Ask for help when you aren't sure, mm. and then take it seriously, because if you don't, just like any other thing in your life, if you don't take it seriously, nothing's going to come out of it. Right, and have some type of plan in place that works for you on whatever it is you're trying to do, long term or short term. Um, but as for me, I will say I've always been good at saving money. Like, my mom jokes about this all the time in the family, like how, like, oh yeah, Brandon, he's, 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 when it comes to saving money, he's the best in the family. Like, you know, because I've always... And that's another thing, too. I was raised by a single mother. You know, she raised me and my sister. So I saw my mom, you know, um, to this day, you know, she uses all the rewards for all these different grocery stores and um, shops. Anywhere she can get a discount or a deal, I call her like the queen of that. I used to yeah. joke at her sometimes for her, but as I get older, I'm like right there. Makes you know, sense. like, however, I can, it's I don't fun. care how much money, I can have a million dollars in my account. Just because you have it doesn't mean you have to spend it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so using coupons, rewards, you know, whatever offers can save you in the long run. But see me, I was always like, I think growing up, even as a kid, if you give me a hundred bucks, you know, some kids at a time, you know, they'll go buy the Jordans or buy this or, you know, buy whatever. But me, I was like, okay, I'm going to spend like, I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm -hmm as a kid but it's actually what i'm doing now as an adult just with more strategy you know like i would just say you know i'm gonna spend this amount and then i'm gonna put this amount up yeah. you know like, i always my i don't and it's not a bad thing you know i always wanted to put something away i always wanted some security within myself instead of having to rely on something or someone else well, and it feels good and it feels good yeah, yeah feels like good you said it feels really good to say uh, okay because you know, it's funny. Ocho Cinco said this one time, um, Chad Johnson, but for you all who know, it's Ocho Cinco. <laughs> like, and I know he's a football player. He's not a financial expert or anything like that, but it just made sense. I watched one of his videos. He actually went into, I think it was Claire's in the mall, and he bought some earrings that were like eleven ninety nine. And he was like, why am I going to spend thousands of dollars and try to convince y'all that I have money when I put these in my ear? Because of who he is, you're going to automatically assume it costs X amount, $1,000, yeah, a million dollars. Yeah. Like, if Jay-Z put some earrings in his ear, everybody's going to be like, man, you see how, like, this, <laughs> when it hit, when the sun hits his ear, or, like, oh, man, yeah. his ear, they shine in the dark. But, like, really? He could have got that from, like, your local Claire's, Claire's or <laughs> one of these stores. So, like, he, but he, what he said made sense right. because he's not trying to do it to impress other people. Yeah. He's trying to be smart with his money. And he's yeah. like, shoot, I mean, y'all know I have money. I don't have to prove to y'all I have money. Yeah. Right. Now, side, but, uh, side note, VVS diamonds do hit a little different. Yes. VVS <laughs> diamonds. But you, but you get what I'm saying. Though, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I, I and, and, and the bigger picture, people won't think he got it from Claire. Right. Yeah, right. That's the whole point. So yes, VVS, we all know they hit different. Yeah. But I'm just saying. On the way. But it makes sense. That, it makes sense. Um, so yeah, I've always been good at saving money, um, putting it up and everything like that. I will say this year alone, I have been more intentional as I've been educating myself more. 
Um, I don't know if the pandemic had anything to do with it or not, or maybe that, you know, I turned 30 this year and like reality kind of synced in. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have a question. Um, when, sorry to cut you, uh, when the pandemic hit, um, with your cushions were, so your cushions are there for bad or rough times right. or, or the unexpected. So when this year the unexpected happened, were you prepared? Were you off guard? Like. How was it knowing that you put fail safes in place? Well, thank God I was prepared. You know, I didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I felt it from employment, like training-wise, you know, clientele and things like that decreased. But like you said, since I was in a position, I, I have, I've been preparing for this moment. Yeah. So yeah. when this moment happened, I wasn't shocked, too. I wasn't blind to the fact. And that's and why you should be prepared. That's exactly yeah. why. Because, you know, at the end of the day, the rainy day, month, year... Whatever that looks like. This year alone, you know, had some people, and it's not to knock them, it's just had they been more educated and more intentional about what they were doing, you know, in the previous years, you know, they, their situation could have been a little bit better. Right. Um, it's not to say that, you know, it still wasn't going to be bad, but it could have been better. Right. And you know, so take that as your, you know, motivation yeah. to start saving again. Yeah. Use this as an opportunity to educate yourself and the people around you. Or even if it's just someone you met in Walmart, you know, y'all touch talking about whatever, I mean, whatever you come <laughs> yeah. across, yeah. you know, just spread that knowledge, you know, because the more people that know, the more you're helping someone else the in their better. family in their situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to this year alone, I paid off my, one of my student, my, a private loan with student loans, and I, pray, and I paid off, yeah, both of my credit cards are paid off. Nice. You know, so those are three debts that I have. So every time you pay something off, you give yourself a raise. Mm. Instead of paying $200 a month for this or $50 a month for that, that's money in your pocket now. Yeah. And you can use that however you want to use it. You know, but if you have your plan of your savings, oh, you know, like I like I do, every time I get paid, I put this amount out there. Now that's more money that I can budget off into other things and distribute it evenly so that I'm building myself up to be in a better position. Not just now, but future-wise as well. Yeah, man, long-term. I'm on the same thing. I, um... I definitely, I, I would say my childhood was uh, a little different. It was a little sporadic financially. Um, at times, we did do five-star stuff, I guess. Um, we traveled a lot, um, road trips and planes. So I didn't just fly everywhere. I've probably been on 15 road trips, like I'm talking like 20-hour plus. Yeah, gosh. Um, hotels and all that. So um, I've seen two different sides of money mm-hmm. or of having and not having. So... Um, I think that with my family, I definitely saw how we could have put some money in play rather than to spend it or to save it. Um, uh, now, I can't say that I didn't uh, enjoy being a beneficiary of the experience. You know, cause we, we went to many yeah. historic museums, oh, yeah, for sure. um, plantations. Uh, but also, too, not to cut you off, but you can do all those things, too, and still be that can still be in the budget. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. so... Oh, I wish my friend Lily was on here. She's like the budgeting queen. Yeah, she's like she's like, been on her own since she was fifteen, mm-hmm. and she has. I mean, she has like about ten thousand dollars just saved up just yeah, for her like, own. And like she would have had more, like, but she's helped other people with it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she's. Ugh, I wish that she was. Yeah, here. like she we traveled a lot and stuff. To, like, oh yeah, we didn't miss anything, but mm-hmm. you know, we stuck to stuck to the plan. Yeah. Now. Like, I don't want to cut you off, but no, I had to throw true, that true, in there, man. Because, like, that's, that's, that's key. Yeah. You know, because you, can, you can still travel and enjoy life mm. and do it in a way where it's not 
expending or it, taking it too far off the deep end with your finances. Right. Yeah. Right. You can still enjoy life without trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, we've done some pretty cool things. Uh, you know, and it was crazy because like we've at times like like I've had trips where I would just ask a friend to come to, to NFL games in different cities and stuff like that during the, like during the school week. During really. The, during the school oh, year. Wow. So. It was a little different. This in my high school? Yeah. It was a little different. You you know, um, but things changed. So, um, I have a respect for money, and I know that having it and not having it, they're both hard. Having money is hard, and not having money is hard. So, I guess you kind of have to, like, choose your hard. Well, well, describe how it's hard for each, if you don't mind. Okay, well, when you don't have money, or you have less than you want to or you need, um, then a small traffic ticket could be Mm. a big traffic ticket yeah. because you can't pay it yeah. or um your rent maybe rolling around or you may want to do something like treat yourself or you but know it's either that or keep the lights on yeah like it's, yeah it can right. be really tight yeah or have food right have yeah yeah the the strain the yeah the strain makes it hard yeah um but then as you this is me speaking on people who probably have money um uh if you have money, then you now have to, d- to decide what to do with it. So, um, yeah, you can now pay that ticket, buy the food and such, but you have to allocate properly. Um, and you also have to think like, okay, I'm not going to buy that or I'm not going to get into that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that... Because don't... I mean, I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like with NFL players, like when they get paid all that money, don't most of them lose it? Pretty soon after? Traditionally. Traditionally, um, financial literacy is now, like, the the hot topic. So, it's it's awkward to me that it is so common for people, athletes, to aspire, work their whole life, get rich, and then, like, you know, find the golden ticket and then squander it and, and... Well, why do you think they lose it? Like, what do you think... Like, do you think that they just want to have like the nicest car, the nicest shoes? Well, well, no one talks about taxes. No one talks about you have to pay your agent. You have to pay the state tax. <clears throat> you may sign for one point two, but if you're in California, you're not getting any of. You're getting half. Oh. Um, you may your career's not long, so you may get that one time. Mm-hmm. So you can't buy Bentleys and take fifteen people out to dinner, lunch, and fly them and book their hotels. Um, be, because to keep that up would take a lot more than what you have. Okay. And yeah. in addition to that, a lot of people, a lot of people also come from families where like they never really had money like that. Right, right. So like it's like when you never had it and you weren't sure like if you would ever get to that place in life and you finally get there where you have an abundance of you it, like they like splurge. Yeah. yeah. So they're buying this car, that this, this, and that because they're like, shoot, before I didn't have it. This was a dream. Now it's reality, and I can do it. Well, doesn't that happen so, with like, like people who win the lottery too? It's of like, course, yeah. yeah. Most people that win the lottery end up broke within, I think, like two or three years. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. some statistic. There's a statistic out there, but like I believe it's somewhere within that time frame because once again, you've got an abundance of money, but the mindset is still the same. Okay, so it's just because we're on that topic, and because this is such a fun thing to ask, like just really quickly, if you won a million dollars today. What would you do with that money? Whew. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to make, you know what? This question, I've been asked a lot. Oh, good. And yeah, you have a good answer, huh? Man, kind of. <laughs> 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 I, mean, 
I mean, me, the first thing I'm the first anytime I get money, the first thing that comes to my mind is how much am I gonna save? Yeah. It's never what I'm going to buy. It's always how much am I gonna put up? Mm-hmm. Because I like that security within myself. I don't wanna rely on the government. I don't wanna rely on my parents. I don't wanna rely on anything or anyone but the good Lord and my control of having control of my finances. So right. I would probably put up, I don't know the percentage or dollar amount. I can't tell you, but it would be half. probably at least, at least half. Yeah, at least half. I at know, least 50% of that. Mm-hmm. And then the rest I would give, not the rest, but a portion of it I would give to my mom. Yeah. I would see what my debts, like student loans, stuff like that. I wouldn't pay that off. Like, I wouldn't pay off my student loans. No, really? Um, I would, would probably pay a portion of it. Okay. I would pay a portion, but that's the one debt that I personally, I'm not in a rush to pay off. Okay, okay. And I have a, that's a whole other, I have a million reasons. I mean, you shouldn't be. I mean, one like, thing that, that works in your favor is time and appreciation of money. So you borrowed 10K maybe four years ago, right? Right. 10k in the next four years will be worth less. So in a way, they 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 got shorted because like inflation gradually happens. Yes. So um, yeah. So the 10k they gave you might be actually worth 6k. Okay. Right. Now, but of course, they hit you with the I word, interest. Right. Right. So you can pay and chip into the interest, but. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That one, that's one that I would have to really think about, pray on, and just say, mm, because I know I would pay a portion, but I don't know if I would pay it all off right away. Yeah. So I, I can't, I don't know, that's tough with that particular debt. Right. You know, um. Okay, so Jared, what would you do with a million dollars? Uh, one million strong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with, with, and I would, I'm sorry, but I would definitely invest. Yes. A portion. Yes. I would say. Yeah. But I will also figure out how can I make more money with the money I have. Yes. So I would yes. definitely invest in my business, mm-hmm. Roll for Fitness on Instagram, by the way. And I would, <laughs> you know, retirement, I put a portion in that. I stock market, all those things. For sure, for sure, stocks and um, retirement. Mm-hmm. And um, specifically, when I mean investing. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna let Jared take that away because I know he's got some good stuff to say. Good yeah, stuff. I, good stuff. I think Brandon already knows where I was going with it. <laughs> um, invest, invest. The invest. second I get, I mean, when I get any money, um, money is a tool for me. I don't see money as a, you know, to go out and spend, have fun with. So if I get a million dollars, I'm putting at least seven hundred to work, like seven hundred thousand to yeah, work. So okay. well, I, I, I'm buying assets. I'm buying houses, cars to rent. Um, commercial properties, stocks, um, employing people. Uh, I'm buying things that will continue to pay me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, now I may give my parents, my family, my intermediate family. Um, no, Specifically. Yeah, yeah, nope, yeah. No yeah. cousins and aunties. I mean, no, I mean, they'll be beneficiaries as well, but as far as just, just like straight monetary, I'm not just going to like, give you, you 10,000, you 10,000. Right. right. Oh, but auntie. wait, wait, Jared, you take Appreciate us on a trip, right? You take us on a trip. I would take the perspective uh, to a local uh, restaurant. Uh, what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> a, a local four star. Oh, really? <laughs> 
but but I would use that to practice um, group, group economics. So I would empower myself, my family, and those around. Yes. Um, to and I would invest in them. Whether you want to be a doctor, a plumber, a um, hopefully not like a thief or something. I'm I'm not gonna buy you tools. No. But, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no. So you you see that's the difference in communities. Um, to where communities that struggle often get lump sums of money. Um, and they don't allocate it the right way. Right. So I so would. So would you do like some sort of educational program too, maybe? Uh, it, uh potentially. Um, I mean, but I would invest in in educational programs that, um, benefit directly those involved, not necessarily the teachers or the institution more so. Okay. So I I would um it would be more so specific training that I would pay for. Like you want to go be a, an accountant. You're an accountant. Go grow and go do what I did for someone else. Like, okay. Like, yeah. So definitely pay it forward. Um, but I'll be a boss. I would never work again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. I would also take 100K and go be ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to. Hey, yeah, you with got all that to. money you just got, you yeah. got to go out and have a great time. See, okay. So that's what I Absolutely. Okay. I definitely want to save at least half. I would definitely, mm-hmm. I would hire somebody to help me figure out what to do with my money um, invest it for sure. Mm-hmm. I would take me and my best friend. We've been wanting to go on a trip and we kind of have everything almost completely planned out. We've been saving up for it. It's kind of like a 30, whenever we turn 30, that's kind of what I'll we want to do. I'll go. Oh, are you invited? <laughs> she said her best friend. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know. Shout out to Lily. Shout out to Lily. But anyway, Lily! Lily! <laughs> anyway, try and help my sister out because she's a single parent and I would want to put some away for my nephews um happy birthday Kai today's Kai's birthday um shout out to Kai he's two years old <laughs> anyway um but yeah I, this is just a fun topic anyway back to you Jared have you always been good with money and what are some habits you had to fix um habits I had to fix I have not always been, been good with money um I saw it as a way to fit in a way to hang out and a way to keep up so, like Emily, I was a server at a restaurant called Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Um, <gasps> I Bubba Gump love Shrimp. Bubba Gump Shrimp. Yep. Woo! Um, Wait, where? In Orlando? Uh, in Clearwater, on Clearwater Beach, or uh, more so in Treasure Island, like on uh, St. Pete Beach. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I'm a beach boy, um, if you don't know that. But, uh, Wait, you yeah. you send out good vibrations. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, but, um, okay. so, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, with it being a theme restaurant, the tips mirrored that. So, um, more so, fun fact for a restaurant, the tips mirror the menu. So, if you're getting high priced items, the tip is supposed to reflect that, which is something called gratuity. Right? Are you trying to educate everybody and no, encouraging well, tips? Because I definitely encourage. Them. Well, yeah, the service industry. I mean, I'm sure they'd appreciate if people are are up on that. Right. Um, that's how people get paid. Yeah. Now, with that being said, both of you were once servers. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've never been a server. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, with this being said, mm-hmm. both. Has your view on giving tips changed? Yes. Since you know what it's like to be in that line of work? Absolutely. And well, yeah. since and when you go places now, 
Do you have that in the back of your head and act accordingly? Yes, 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 and yes. I stack my plates. I stack the cups. I do everything I can to well, make it hold easier. On. I'm not on the clock, so. Well, at the same time, though, like I I've worked in a restaurant where it was like it was so busy, like go 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 go. It was like downtown Asheville, North Carolina, Beer City. We were in the heart of downtown, and when it was busy, it was like you had to go. Mm -hmm. And like the more I can just help out just a little bit, because I just know that it's easier, especially if you're in one of those like corner tables where it's hard to reach unless you want to put your chest in somebody's face. Like mm -hmm. it is so helpful to do little things. But and even yes. but even still, like I mean, in terms of even giving tips. Yeah, at least twenty percent. Right. And, so, they, yeah. and if they like crack jokes, if they make me laugh, if they really put in the effort, I do tip more. Yeah, hundred percent. Nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, like, the tip is, like, you definitely don't want to short someone or no. make someone feel like they just did something for nothing. So, yeah, definitely, uh, being on the other side, I at least give something moderate um, or, you know, I'm going to look out. I think that I don't go out often, so say if I do go out and tip, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I might leave mm -hmm. something generous just because, now nah, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but that's not my business. So. Right, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're paying for the service. Yeah, and if and if and they're a kind person and if everything is on time, like I don't really I don't really um judge somebody if like, oh they forgot my ranch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh my like, god, oh. that's a pet peeve. Yeah. I this is the biggest pet peeve for me. So yes. if someone is a stickler on the smallest things, especially like you said, if someone's busy and working and moving, there are many factors going on mm -hmm. and you could have the most now granted you do want someone to be precise and to right. be correct right but there are many things to be correct on um i cannot like eat or go out with someone who is so i mean like their night their like life their, their life is ruined and yeah. this yes this, this yes. server doesn't deserve a dime because right. you're um they forgot my side of ranch yeah Dude, yeah ranch right, yeah, right. yeah. people who act yeah. regal like yeah to, regal. To, to me that is a a, a huge down that's yes. a down um unless if everything in your life is like that mm -hmm. then okay i respect that you know that's but you can still be a nice person even if somebody even if you're even if you don't get something that you want that's a fact yes. that's a fact but i guess some people now i'm playing devil's advocate you're fine you're fine you know some people might say okay well i've been to this restaurant and this person i ask for every time because i know that that person is going to be on point mm. every single time they've never let me down you know but then i go to this establishment and that's not the case so i know it can be done and the workload it can be a very fast-paced environment, but this person is always on point. And you're paying and for they're it. They're not. And you're paying so for it. It's yes, like, and, I'm a, and I'm paying for a service, so you need to be able to execute it the way I want you to. Mm -hmm. yeah. I hear you, and I agree. I think that it's just important to keep in mind that when you're working or when you're eating at a restaurant, you're not only just dealing with the server, but the server is not only dealing with you, they're dealing with other tables, but they're also dealing with like what's going on in the kitchen. Because sometimes servers have to make the salad, sometimes <laughs> they have to make the drinks, and sometimes garnishments and stuff. All that comes from like the server, right? And like, and and sometimes the server has to even talk to the kitchen because if the kitchen messes something up, it's put on the server. It's all put on the server. Yeah. But the server is upholding not only the bartender and the kitchen. Like we're we're putting on this like show to make everything seem totally fine yeah. and happy and dory but at the same time we're dealing with maybe 15 other people facts and you're only seeing one person facts right right so with it with, with it being a show um at bubba we were trained to put on a show 
We had songs, trivia, X, you know, X. Did you sing songs, Jared? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I cannot did. imagine. <laughs> I, mean, I, can, I, can, I can give you a little taste right now, but I, but I probably won't. I, I probably won't. <laughs> the closer I get to you, the more you make me smile. Yep, just like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I was Boom, like, it's got a stage. <laughs> I'm not gonna give that guy. I was gonna give him a tip before he started singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh my um, gosh, kind of like that, you know. Um, uh, before that happened, I wish um, I knew that Jared. That would have been funny. What Jared? I'm expecting Jared, a song on Bubble my Bubble Bubble Shrimp Jared. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same guy. I sing other songs. I know all the tricks. Well, not, not to say I don't like like. Wait, songs. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You say songs, songs plural, right? So, yeah. like, not just birthday, what other kind of songs did you have? Um, no, they were all birthday, but, but we had, like, five or six birthday songs. Did you dance? <gasps> there were dances in, like, like they were all in sync, so, like, everyone knew them, like, front of house, Was it, like, a, a gentle, like, a step touch, step touch, or was it, like, No, arms? it was whole, like, it was whole movements and songs. Like, I don't remember at the moment to, like, give you, like, a clear one, but, yeah, like, they were, we were strong. Like, we were... That's the thing. The training was hard. Yeah. Which goes into why was I was I bad with money? Uh, yes. Uh, because one of the training days, I actually felt like the final stage. Um, and I went and spent like $200 just because I felt bad. Because, oh, but, yeah. But, yeah. but um, with that, you, I mean, some tables are tipping you 100 Some tables are tipping you... You know, yeah, so you're leaving with cash every day. Every day. Yeah, so, that's that. You gotta be. Yeah, I, I, I would have envelopes um, to separate my cash. That's right. Well, Smart I just kept woman. It, I just kept it all in one place. Like a little. <laughs> 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 you got that Jordan shoe box and just so yeah. threw it in there. So yeah. Look at it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, a habit that I had to fix was um, shopping or buying things when stressed. And um, just buying flashy stuff, keeping up with the Joneses. You know, I've stopped buying uh, shoes on release, and and I've stopped uh, really buying. You know, trying trying to really seem and appear as if I like you have it. Like yeah, that. got it going on. You know, even if right. I do have it like that, I don't want to um, come off that way. Yeah, well, you come, don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have yeah, to. I think that. What are you trying to please? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. It changes as you get older. Facts. Sure does. Facts. <laughs> I don't care about brands and stuff. I mean, yeah, I'll wear Nike and stuff like that, but I'm not all about brands. If it's if it feels good and it looks good and it's cheap, that's even better. See, that's I can good. find most stuff just secondhand, and yeah, I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah, or at the rack stores. Yeah. But there are some things I won't buy secondhand just because uh, I just said that. Yeah, like, like shoes, like a little Chanel or something. Right, right, right. All right. Anyway. Okay, so our next question for today is why to save is not just for debt. Now, for me, I save for a couple different reasons. Um, I know one day I want to have a future home. Like I said, I live at home right now, so um, I don't have a mortgage or rent or anything. But one day I do want to buy own property and have my own home. Um, and also for retirement, you know, I don't want to work forever. Uh, I want to make sure I'm in position the best I potentially can, yes. you know, and, you know, eventually one day I want to have a family, you right. know, start saving, get ahead of the game, get all the knowledge I can now to put my family in the best position um, for their future, for our future, uh, you know, the kids for school, you know, 
for club, I mean, just for everything. So a lot of things that I do now aren't really so much for the right now. Um, yes, I do have some, don't get me wrong, some short-term things that I save for. Um, but majority is I'm playing the game of longevity. And, you know, yeah. it's I'm very selfless when I think about it um, because most of the stuff that I save for has nothing to do with just me. It's typically like for my mom. You know, I've always wanted to do certain things for her. I have goals and things that I want to give my mom that just require more finances. So that requires me to be smarter with how I choose to operate with it. Um, so yeah, that's that's a huge one for me though. You know, my family, future family, my current family, but when I start my own, so my wife and kids, you know, house, retirement, and to travel. Um, I haven't traveled nearly as much as I want to yet. I'm a, I'm a rookie with it. You know, I've only been, I mean, I've been places, don't get me wrong, but in my adult life, I haven't been on as many trips or seen as much. There's so much of the world to see, um, especially traveling internationally. And even here in our own states, there's a lot that, you know, still haven't seen or being exposed to. And I feel like that's good. And especially when you do have a family and being able to expose your children to those things as well at a young age. And it just helps you grow. It's fun. You know, it's enjoyable. It's a bonding moment. It's relaxation it's whatever it is that you wanted to be to escape from your normal day to day and i mean all of these things you know yes debt you know knocking that down um paying off debt that has been especially this year that has been one of my main focuses paying off debt and increasing my savings and both of jared and emily know that's something i speak on a lot which is why you know i've been very successful at that up until this point but still trying to critique um, and navigate with that the best I can. But um, yeah, I'm playing this for longevity. So most of my saving is for my future family mm. and for things that I want to do years to come, you know, personally. Like what if debt's paid off, then what? Like what if you no longer owe anybody? Debt's, well, you, you will always in a way, I guess, oh, Uncle Sam, like, you know, but. Yeah, right. taxes or if you're paying right, right. back. Yeah. But well, like, what would be? I mean, I guess like you're saying, like, what would come next in priorities? Yeah. So like, your priorities? yeah. Once debt's paid off. Yeah. yeah. Once debt's paid off, honestly, I'll continue my cycle. I'll still put up more because that's more money that I can put into my savings. That's more money that I can put into investing, and that's more money that I can enjoy life with. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's not really like a, oh, you know, as soon as I pay this off, I'm gonna go straight into doing that. It's just continuing the cycle that I'm already doing, but I have more money to work with and add value to those areas when yeah. I'm diversifying it. Yeah. Now, you know, granted, you know, certain things along the way may change, you know, as I continue to grow and as, you know, once again, other factors start getting added to my life, you know, um, whatever that looks like, then, you know, I'll go accordingly, you know, to see kind of what that looks like. But as of now, you know, I would just probably take more trips, buy a couple more things and continue the process of where I'm at with investing and saving, you know, yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. my main thing. I feel like my goals are, are pretty similar, um, to yours. Like I definitely think about a, like a future when it comes to my family. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's a big, that's a big motivator for me is like my kids, even though I don't have kids yet, but just to think about like, I want to be prepared to have kids mm -hmm. before I have kids. Um, exactly. I, I, I want to have 
a savings account for emergency situations, which is right. I really enjoyed the fact that you have the two different savings accounts. I really do like that. Um, and then travel is a huge thing for me. I did grow up traveling. My mom's a travel agent, so she made that like a prominent part of our childhood. And that's something that I want to continue doing because now that I'm older, I feel like I appreciate it more. Absolutely. Um, and like there are things that I would want to see that as a kid didn't really seem interesting to me, but now hold so much more value. Um, and then there's a security that comes with just having financial, um, just savings in general, having that cushion. And there's a lot of freedom. Like there's freedom that comes with having money where you don't have to stress so much about little things. Um, and then my business, like I, I want savings so that my business can thrive and grow. That's something that's so important to me, especially right now. Or have because bad days. it's what? Sorry? Or have bad days. Or have bad days, yeah. Like right. I don't wanna I, again, that just ties back into the stress. Like I don't wanna have to stress so much about money. I wanna feel good about money. I wanna feel like the way that I'm using my money is being done in a productive way that that is just helping me gain more and more and eventually that I can put back into the community somehow. But think about it too, like you're doing the, it's the 50, 30, 20 rule, right? Yeah. So like if debt's paid off and everything and you continue that cycle, since you don't owe technically anyone, um, well besides, you know, like we said with taxes, but outside of that, you continue to still use that formula with more yeah. money now. Right. So that way when you're in position and you have your family and all those things and X, Y, and Z, your house, now you have more to work with because you have less to pay out. Yes. And I will say that one, like, I would say that it's a short-term goal relative to the other goals that I just have down or the other goals that I have in mind. But one short-term goal that I have is to have six months savings of rent, finance, just emergency in general. I'm sure that you guys have y'all heard that before. Absolutely. Yeah. And just, with the pandemic, it's even like double when right. I listen to certain people. Well and that's just it's just proven that, hey, this is not a dumb thing. This is not just some like trend to follow. This it's have six month savings. I remember my dad took me to a finance meeting whenever I was like sixteen years old. Mm -hmm. And that was the one thing that really stuck with me. He said have six months worth of rent, gas, car, food, all of that, so that if you were to be out of work for six months, you wouldn't have to worry. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a scramble or panic or be without. Right. Right. And there's freedom in that to know that you'll be okay. Yeah, because some people get laid off and they don't, they don't have anything to fall back on. They don't have a backup plan. But if you have at least six months to a year. You give yourself time to, you know, find a job. You, mm -hmm. Like you said, that you can still pay. The the world, and it's not to say the world would end if, you know, you didn't have it, but you're that, you have that much more peace of mind. And that's right. what it's all about. Right, yeah. finding ways to find, keep And your family, you know, if you have one during the time, you know. Um, you don't want to have to scramble for your... You don't want to have to scramble. Now, you're, if you're going to do it for anyone, you're going to do it for your little ones. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if you don't have to, you know, that's why it's, you know, best everybody listening... Be proactive and not reactive. Plan Don't ahead. wait till something happens to, you know, try to take heed. You know, if you can get yeah, informed. Yeah, because you can make mistakes now and, right. then, and, then, and then learn from them. And it's not a big deal. And if you have a family, you have to understand when you suffer like that, they suffer too. So it's not always just about you. It's just me right now. You know, I don't have any dependents or anyone else that needs my care. So if I make a mistake... I just have to take that L and deal with it, you know, and rebound for myself. But it's kind of selfish of me 
to, you know, now other people have to be affected by my personal decisions. You know, so, and I get it, you know, it's, it's, I'm not forcing anyone that's not there yet because I get it. You know, you don't, sometimes, you know, life is your biggest teacher. And, you know, sometimes you have to go through that in order to realize you need to change it. But I'm just saying, if you can be proactive, you know, do that because at least, you know, the position is, is much, much less stressful in the yeah, long term. Much more maneuverability. Um, I'll say for uh, me personally, as far as uh, I don't necessarily save, um, I earn. So I just kind of focus on earning and like what, what I have grows, I guess. Uh, I, I build what's called capital. You know, I see money as um, a means to earn more money. So I don't see money as like, oh, I have $1,000. Now I can go buy XYZ or do right. XYZ. That 1000 can maybe buy me a stock that will go up next month to 1100 So now I have, have 1100 mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Um, now, has investing or kind of getting into that, has that been challenging or kind of like, you know, a light in the dark, just kind of shooting for it aimlessly or... Invest- How has that experience been for you? Investing has been beautiful. It has been... Agreed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It has been... It's funny because you are always skeptical and... Uh, like, I'm nervous about it because I've never done it before. So, mm-hmm. like, tell me about how it's been as a beginner. Okay. Uh, it has been... At first, because money was shorter, I didn't spend my last, but I spent my almost last on advertising and um marketing um but the return has been i don't say it's been it's been more than what could have been expected um so i'm a believer like i i mean you watch tv's commercials it's everything is ads everything is like reinvestment so you invested in marketing and you invested in advertising yeah 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 i paid graphic designers for is that a safe place to start Depending on what you're doing, depending on what you're doing. I mean, for me, having a, a little business I was trying to push, well, a big business I was trying to push. Um, so, yeah, that was a good thing. But, uh, yeah, investing, putting money to work. Dollars make more dollars. Money can buy income. Like, if you buy an ad that says, give me your money, and people see it, you literally just have people seeing a sign that says, give you money, and like, which is what businesses do. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than you buy a pair of sneakers, and they if they see you, they see your shoes, cool shoes. But yeah, yeah. It's so it it yeah it, it it has been a blessing to be in position, um, along with my friends to see them reinvest in themselves. I mean, I've seen them do, spend some interesting numbers, um, but get the but get it right back. So have you been in a situation where you've like lost a lot of money? Uh yeah yeah um. <laughs> Well, so far the only, the only space I've lost money in is um trading um options, stock options. I uh, uh I lost a couple hundred dollars, but I mean I understand the risk. Um, so was it was it like a disappointing thing that made you reconsider, or was it more just like, shoot, that's part of the game? Yeah, it's part of the game. No, I'm definitely not down about it. I think that it's just um I know what it is, and it it could have very easily went up. 10x so see my experience with investing was awful because there was a guy who was in school to be an accountant and he convinced me that it was a good idea and then he lost all my money Mm. well see that's the thing it's a strategy to it yeah you know and you have to people gotta understand you can't invest blindly like you don't want to just throw money out there just because you can 
you, it's been proven that people like that have some type of strategic formula to what they do. Like Jared, I'm pretty sure like when you look, when you do, when you put your money, when you invest your money, whether it's a stock market or anything else, you're like, okay, this is how I'm gonna do it. Instead mm -hmm. of just like, boom, there it is. And you gotta be willing to lose. Like, because you're not gonna win every time. But right, like, right. you can you can increase your chances of winning big the more informed you are about what it is that you're doing. So are there like easy to follow apps that you can get where you can just invest a little bit, but it's not so much of a high risk? Cause yeah. I, I actually think one of my clients showed me and I, I cannot remember yeah. what it's called. Yeah, I would definitely say get with a, uh, a brokerage, whether it be uh, TD Ameritrade, Robinhood, uh, Robinhood, yeah. I've heard of Robinhood before. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Fidelity. Yeah, Fidelity. Definitely. Are they free? Yeah. Apps. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. with TD Ameritrade. Yeah, there are like awesome. trader fees and stuff. Um, I would say stick, uh, stay away from like the Acorns, the ones that invest your extra two dollars. Huh. Um, um. Okay, I'm sorry. And then, is this something that you have to file whenever you have taxes or whenever you go to do your tax return? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. If you if you earn, right? Okay. Yeah, when you earn, I mean, that's a big thing in politics. I think a lot of people um align with uh, ideals and sides, I guess. Um, but if you invest and you win, then uh, you know when it's time to pay the piper, that's something that you have to <laughs> like, you know. Right. Because right. Because those taxes do exist, and they are they're big and they're real. But yeah. So do you think that's where most of your income? comes from or do you think that's just kind of this constant thing that you continue to invest the money that you earn or yeah no the um the every every dollar that i have right now is a recipient or is an example of my investment like everything i have right now is because i spent money mm -hmm. on the right things well on things that were right for me at that time mm -hmm. so um i'm actually getting ready to to, to spend again and to, to, to keep buying things that will help me make money um, uh, it just goes into uh, buying assets, which are things that help you make money. Jared, uh, is your ebook gonna come out soon? <laughs> there, there, uh, there is an ebook loading. Uh, it is. It, it's a little bit off topic, but um, please be on the lookout for that. Uh, but see, and you know what? That's funny you say that too because it's like people, people will. It's like a lot of we live in a culture that. People want to see instant gratification. And like, like you and I, we've discussed this plenty of times. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, you and I have as much, no, Emily. Much, no. um, but buying other people's courses, you know, a course might be $200. People love guidance. But that's the thing. People, people might step step. People might say, oh, I don't know about paying two or $300. <laughs> yes. A lot of people, especially that I've met, if they're especially if they're new to it, they're like, man, I gotta pay two hundred dollars, three hundred. Meanwhile, this person is giving you all the information that you need right. to to easily pay that to to pay that back right, to to, right. to make that the first make, hour of doing it. Exactly, <laughs> but people are so scared to invest. They'll invest in anything yeah. but themselves. But, but I will say, I will say, I will not be insensitive because I was not trained or conditioned. To see things that way. To see the value in it. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. To see the value in it. Um, I saw that as a lot of times, like, we see the, the, the big guy with the six-pack abs buy this pill. Right. Like, we don't trust. I don't trust that. 
No, well, we're trainers, so we have the education behind that. But, like, for example, there was a girl, there was a girl on Instagram, and I'll absolutely drop her name because I love her. She's the money realtor, and she had an ebook for a long time. I did not want to buy from her because she was already so successful, and I was like, I don't want to give someone money who's already getting all this money. Mm -hmm. And then I got over my ego, and right. I was like, she's successful for a she's reason. A boss. Give and, it to and, and even just now, like my Instagram is only dot essentials. Check me out. Um, but I've gained over 150 followers within the past couple weeks mm -hmm. because of the things that she suggested I do. Now, was her ebook free, or did you pay for it? I paid for it, but I happily paid for it because again. Again, like she knows what she's doing I've seen her success and I, I trust like I trusted her information because she kept putting out things that I kept saving it I was like dang that's a good point dang that's a good point and she obviously knows what she's doing yeah. you know what I mean so like if, if like Jared has been successful like you should trust Jared who is successful like if somebody kept making mistakes and they are selling an ebook because they're just trying to make extra cash and be like, ooh. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like they're you giving you their blueprint. That's it. Yeah. They're giving you the they're giving you the, you're paying for someone else's mistakes. Right, but in the same way, like he's he, you you gotta trust someone who's providing information as well as the material, not someone who's just like the the six pack guy or the eight pack mm. guy who's like I'm using this pill I'm using this powder I'm using this and this and this like you want to look for the reasons behind it like there yeah. are, there are trainers who who explain the science behind the science behind things it's not just I took this pill and it worked but it I had this step to step process that worked for me and this is how yeah you know what I mean I mean so, the 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 real of it is there have been people who have been gatekeepers of informations. Uh, information to earn, to earn in certain ways that are not that hard, but they did like they're not talking about it. Yeah, they're not talking. So about like it. there are ways that I've learned and that I've experienced and I've seen. It's so, like wow, people people do this all the time and make money this way, um, but I never heard of it. Or, well, or I've always seen it and bought it or, or been the consumer, but you never like when something's going good and it's almost like why share well and in the same way that that brandon earlier said interview your financial advisor don't be afraid to interview someone who you may see on instagram who you're like okay i'm interested in this interview them too because if they're a teacher they'd be willing to answer your questions right and you always want to know like who you're working with and their background like ask them like how long you've been doing this you know how much money did what like get to and then they might be caught off guard and chris hogan actually he um on one of his podcasts and maybe on his website too, he actually posts, I believe, seven questions that you should ask a financial advisor to figure out if you want to work with them. Mm -hmm. And I actually viewed that and I'm going to actually, you know, pass that along because I think it's great to do. And you'll really find out about who you're working with based off of the responses that you get. And if right. it's, I get we're in COVID, but if you can do it to where you can see them, whether that's via Zoom or um, face to face. I would prefer you to do it that way if you're going to do it because if you just shoot out an email, you can't see how they're saying it. You can't see their body. They have time to think about what they're going to tell you opposed to like right in front of your face where they have to respond on the dime. Right. You know, and you can actually see, once again, their, their expression, their tone of voice. Their, you can you can kind of use that as your judgment too as well. So. Well, and you can do that for everybody, not just any financial thing either. I mean, like, if you see a personal trainer, like, ask them questions. Facts. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah, so, they're just people. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to challenge you guys with this. So moving forward, we're going to close with how will you or what's something you will do uh, differently with money to um, 
be more efficient or to save better or to, or to do better with your money? What's something that you're going to do moving forward to be more efficient in your money saving or um, uh, process? Um, I mean, I feel like more so just I'm listening to, to what you guys had to say today. Like for me personally, I'm interested in investing. I, I, that's something that I've just been really hesitant about, even though you guys have talked about it a lot. I like my 50-30-20 rule. I'm going to stick with that for sure. Probably talk to you guys about Ramavid at some point this week because I do like the idea of investing, um, but I just feel like that's a blind spot for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, but like listening to both of you and like hearing your excitement and seeing, I mean, like y'all can't see the body language, but there was some body language happening over here. Mm -hmm. So it's like seeing that, I definitely want to get into that for sure. Um, and uh, picking up, you know, side hustles, which again we're going to talk about in the next couple weeks. The episode's going to be a banger. Please, please do Stay not tuned. miss that. Stay tuned. Do not miss that. Brandon, yeah. what about you? Uh, as for me, I kind of like, you know, like I said, the confirmation that I got from my financial advisor, um, saving wise, and how I'm utilizing my finances. I think I'm doing a really good job, better than what I was actually thinking I was doing all along. But I have got involved, and for people that are starting out, I would have I mean, you kind of don't know where to go. Um, I would for sure see if you can join some type of community where you all can help and grow together and learn certain things. So like um, Facebook groups, there's plenty of different Facebook groups um, that you can learn about money and you know finances that you can join. And usually they'll ask you like little questions before they accept it, but you can join Facebook groups, listening to podcasts. Yeah. Um, meet up, meet up groups, you know, in your local area. They have a lot of those too. I actually tapped into a couple of those just to kind of see what that was like. So people to hold you accountable, people to hold you accountable. People, these are like-minded people. These might be some of your best friends. You know, y'all can meet up. They're local. Talk to them, exchange information and just grow. You never know what can come from it. And, um, I think that's really key for people, not just starting out, but even people that are experienced, you know, you can get in experience groups and form that community. Um, where, like Emily said, uh, you're holding each other accountable and everyone has the same mindset and that's just to get better. So, Facts. I like that. Um, I did, to piggyback on what Brandon said, I did just join a community for um, trading stock options. I paid a good chunk for that um, to join, um, but to be around like-minded or like active people uh, like myself. What's the name of the community? Uh, it is Todd Billions. Um, he is a uh, Instagram, uh, I, I guess he's not, I don't say he's an influencer, but he is, he's an entrepreneur. And yeah. He's an entrepreneur. I, I, I mean, I listen to his, uh, podcast, tweet talk. Um, he is pretty awe inspiring with how, um, with what he's, I also bought his course. I, I bought his, um, stock fundamentals, stock options course. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's giving a lot of the gems that you see people do all the time, but you don't know what they're doing. Like right. they show you, be like, how'd you get that? Like what? Like how? That's what? how I feel with the money realtor. Yeah. yeah, she's like pointing out things. It's like almost obvious. And mm -hmm. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I I joined Todd Bing's money um, money course or his his uh, group whatever. So and people have been like just connected, talking, chatting, sharing plays, yeah. sharing moves. Uh, moving forward, my biggest thing will be to trust the process, and buy assets. I will be I will continue to buy things in abundance that I know or that I want to make me money and um I believe and I trust it so I will spend to earn. I um yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Nice. Yes ma'am. Cool. And then I'll finish
finish up just with this last little list I've made of things that you can do in your home that will help you save money. So these are just tiny little things that you can do and change that will help you out in the long run. The first one is unplug things, so microwave especially, or TV, when you're not using it, unplug it. Turn the water off when you're brushing your teeth. Use coupons. Check online for coupons because a lot of coupons now are just virtual. Plan your groceries ahead. There's a lot of food waste. Americans waste about one pound of food every single day. Inflate your tires on your car. This increases your fuel economy by over 3%. Carpool to work or school if you can. Switch to LED light bulbs. You can save up to $3,260 over your lifespan. Um, programmable thermostats, so turn your AC down um, or your heat down while you're sleeping or away. Um, those are just small things that could help you out in the long run. We could all use a little bit of a help, and if anything, uh, we just hope that you found something valuable in this podcast that will help you save more. Otherwise, we hope you have a great night, have a great week, and uh, we're signing off. We're out, guys. See you.